It's Jill and Linda here with you. And uh, Linda, we've got the current issue of Closer Magazine in front of us just now. Uh, we're starting off with uh, my favourite. <laughs> Thanks, Linda. It's Kerry Katona. Well, whenever I see Kerry and Closer, that's the one I home in on it for you. Because I know that you Cheers. like her. I know. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, the thing is, Kerry's in trouble again. Because you know all the bit about George, her husband, and how her ex-husband now, and he was very violent to her. And he, I mean, he left her with cuts and bruises in her face and arms and all the rest of it, pulled her hair and in possession of a gun, a stun gun. But she withdrew her evidence, you see, so the case folded against him. And now she wants him back. She thinks, it's kind of allegedly, but that's what pals are saying. She can't live without him and she wants him back. And he's been bombarding her with, oh, dozens of text messages and phone calls saying that he's a changed man and he can't manage without her and please will she go back to him. And uh, she's told her pals that, yes, she, she does still love him, but... This is this bit is absolutely the whole crux of the thing. It's very disruptive for the children. Well, of course it is. I mean, that's just not and right. And dangerous as well. Yes. She still believes deep down that he's her soulmate. And she's very lonely. She doesn't have many friends. On top of all that, her mum's been quite ill. You know, she's quite close to her mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did um, she not go through a phase where she wasn't yes, close to her mum? Yes, they didn't speak I, for a long time, That's did right, they? that's correct. Because I think her mum sold a story to the press or said something out of order. I think that's what happened. But now they're very pally. And, but she's not been well. She's had a heart condition. And the thing is, when she's living with Kerry in her house... Kerry's happy about that and she feels she's safer there. But then her mum goes back to her house and puts all her ailments on Facebook and Kerry doesn't know how to handle it, can't deal with that at all. Right. So that's worrying her as well. She just doesn't know what to do. And she she has admitted on television that she is still madly in love with uh, George. And of course, he risked, you know, he was out on bail and he was told not to go and see her, but he did. So that was bad as well. But surely, I mean, he's broken his bail conditions. That's right. So surely mm-hmm. he can be arrested for that. Well, he hasn't been because he what he did break them and he was seen visiting Kerry in her house. But no, nothing's happened there. Now, here we go again with Kerry and her weight. Now, I've always said to you, she looks good. She's one of the people that looks good when she's slimmer it suits her and she's very pretty and it looks nice now she's piled it all on again because of comfort eating and she says she doesn't care and would her fans please leave her alone and stop giving her a hard time because she's having a hard time so she needs the glass of wine she needs her food and she's been smoking again in short Kerry's in a mess it sounds like it but you know it's every kind of time she goes through this we see you know six months from now she'll be on some sofa on some breakfast telly show saying you know I've changed my life around I've turned it all around Mm -hmm. I'm you know she'll be looking fantastic and she'll be spouting out all this rubbish that she spouts out all the time and it's just you know she needs to actually take herself away from the glare of the media spotlight and and focus on herself and her children and getting away from this horror of a man. It's not going to happen unless she's forced to, unless somebody makes her, because 
there's no publicity and no publicity is better, you know, bad publicity better than no publicity, etc, etc. And Kerry thrives on that because they refer to her in various parts of the article as the star says and the star is. But she, she hasn't done anything. She's not a star. She's not doing She's not done anything for a long time. I mean, That's I think she right. was part of that reunion programme, which, you know, kind of came and went very quickly. That, that was nothing, absolutely nothing. I, I don't know how, what the outcome will be, but it can't. This yo-yo dieting, looking fabulous. And she does look fabulous when she's slim. She really does. And then looking not so fabulous cannot be good for her. It's bad for her body, bad for her children, bad for everything. What's your advice, Jill, if she phoned you and said, Auntie Jill, what am I going to do? <laughs> Dear Auntie Jill. Kerry. Yes. Now, you know I'm not your biggest fan, I'll dear. Be, I'll, be, I'll be Kerry. Yeah, yes, Auntie Jill, I'm listening, yes. You know, you know, you know I'm not your biggest fan, dear. Um, but I think you should go away and never bother any of us again with any of your stories and then you'll be happy and fine. <laughs> Auntie Jill, you're horrible. You, you say that. I don't like you anymore. Sound of phone slamming down. Yeah, well, you're not the first of my nieces to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Listen, it just rumbles on with Kerry all the time, doesn't it really? And I think because it does, it's very hard to have sympathy because you see the mistakes that she's continually making. And but at the end of the day, nobody deserves to be battered or or beaten up or scratched or bruised or anything like that. So, you know, I I feel very sorry for her in that respect. But she needs to, you know, get away from this man entirely and not put herself in a situation where she could be putting up with that again. That's right. But she's a very, very vulnerable person and she needs somebody. And if George comes back on bended knee and I really love you and I'm so sorry, she'll accept it and she'll, she'll believe it. She's she's naive in a way. She's naive and, and it'll all happen all over again. Yeah. Anyway, listen, let's leave Kerry for the time being okay. and uh, move on to our real life story from Closer magazine. Oh, now, Jill, do you remember Everard? <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget Everard? Everard, the gentleman who likes to have these dolls, these lifelike dolls. Well, this is not about Everard. This is <laughs> well, about... Thank you no, for telling us what we're not talking about today, Lisa. I cannot speak to you about Everard today, but there is a slight comparison mm-hmm. with this lady called Caroline McBride and her toy boyfriend called Scott. They have got 10 children between them. Okay. But none of them are real. What? (laughs) They're all dolls. Reborn, lifelike dolls. Right. Right. And they're all very expensive. And they look after them as their children. They have a nursery kitted out with clothes and cots and toys. They live, the pair of them live on £6,000 a year benefits and their rent is paid for. Um, Do they get child allowance? I, I'm not sure about that. I don't. I'm not sure if they're allowed to have child allowance, but they like it. They, I, I mean, they're in love with the children, and they're going to add. They're getting another toddler shortly, but they absolutely love these children. One of the reasons being they don't answer back, and they're cheaper to keep because they don't grow out of their clothes. See, that's what I need. <laughs> I'll get you one, Jill. Do you want That'd be great. Oh, no, I've had a better idea. Do you want one of my real ones? Uh, no. <laughs> Why? Why not? What's no, wrong they're... with my children? Uh, I've met them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, for- I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about Your that. children are wonderful, yeah. Linda, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think okay. I would get away with having a child that's older than me. 
that makes me feel so good. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jill. I'm so pleased I'm doing this article. Listen, you're not looking bad for 90. I keep no, saying no, it. for 90 people do say I'm looking <laughs> You don't look a day over 80, Linda. Right, thank you. Let's get back to this Caroline McBride. Thank you. Now, look, the thing is, they're very happy. They discovered these babies, these reborn babies on, mm-hmm. the, in, on the internet. And uh, they bought the first one, a three-month-old girl called Annabelle. How much do you think Annabelle cost? Quite reasonable. Um, I'm guessing probably about maybe three grand. No, ninety-five pounds. Oh, for goodness' sake! I'm going to get a few. <laughs> That's what they've got ten of them. Yeah, 90, I was surprised at that. Were Everard's, Everard's dolls were about three grand, oh, though, weren't they? Everard's. <laughs> You're in a different league with Everard, you know. Oh, do hope Everard turns up again. He was great. Uh, but they, they've got them. They've got wee names, you know, Callum, James, Pryor, and uh, Sarah Jane, Prim, and Dennis. And this bit, this, this bit I found a little bit spooky. I didn't like this bit. Some of them are bought as kits and they assemble them themselves. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really like that very much. Oh, <laughs> oh the head's on back to front. Turn it around. No, no, I you didn't like You want to get that. an arm and a leg mixed no, up. No, no, no. I didn't like that at all. That's, that's, it it's, is quite strange. Uh, it's very, it's very weird. You know, they make sure, what she says is that they make sure they've got enough money for food and bills. The rest of the money goes completely on clothes and toys for the children. Dolls. <laughs> the children. The children. <laughs> that's the children, Jill. Come on. They're children, oh, and they're, I'm looking at the picture of them. One, two, two of them look very real, and two of them don't. Oh, really? <laughs> and two of them give me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just dreadful. It really is. Oh dear! What uh, was that horror film? Was it Child's oh, Play or something? Right. Or? Oh, I don't know. I I know the one you mean. I don't watch these. Do you know the one I'm talking about, Vlad? No. The the horror film with the doll. Was it Chucky the doll or something? Child's what, Play or... It, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Child's Play. Yeah, oh, child, I, I... Child's Play. I'm getting I'm getting a wee nod from a guest oh, in the studio. Right, right, right. Child's, <laughs> play. Child's, child's, child's Play. Child's Play. Thank you. Thanks, Katie. Right. Um, right. Well, I, I, I so, don't know. It's, it's no. not my kind of thing. But then... Oh, no, I couldn't watch that. No. But it's a wee bit, a wee bit spooky, you know. And they, they take pictures of them, put them in an album. And make... do they all have different coloured hair? Yeah. Or have they got oh. them so that they've all got the same coloured hair so they look like brothers and sisters? No, some have no hair at all because they're too young, you see. Right. Some, <laughs> they haven't grown it yet. So some have no hair. One has got lovely blonde hair tied up in bunches. She's the one that gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another one that's got just a baby's but with brown hair. And if I, I and really oh okay, well, do, do you know something like that? I think we'll leave that there. I, I was we? going to say uh, so, we've got time yes. very quickly oh, for yes, one last yes. story from closer. Yes, yes. Oh, this is this is about real people and, and doing real things. Rita Ora, she's going out with Professor Green. I'm so excited. Yes, <laughs> I'm so thrilled. I'm Yes. Yeah, well, she was pictured on holiday with him in Montenegro. Why do they never just go local like Brighton or Leeds? It's always Montenegro, the Caribbean, Barbados or Barbados, as my husband likes to call it. (laughs) 
Anyway, there she was uh, on holiday and she's been flirting around. And this is, this is a nice bit. And, and Mikey and I are prone to this as well. They sprayed each other playfully with water from a hose pipe. Oh, but, do you know oh, something? You lovely. and your hose pipe, honestly. It's just our sort of thing. It's just what we do. Oh, it's such fun. Well, they do the same. Uh, he's only just divorced. He's just divorced his um, ex-wife, Made in Chelsea star Millie McIntosh. That's right. You know, she actually was crazy about him, apparently. Well, I, I And didn't she was know. the one that kind of, I don't mean stalked him, but she was a fan that um, set out to snare him. She did. They got married. And then um, I think it was him that wanted children but she wasn't ready or oh, the other I way around and I don't know I don't know well that was only in May Mm-hmm. And, and now he's spraying water over Rita Ora and, and it's only July mind you it's been warm so I suppose that's fair enough exactly he's just cooling her down ah that's what it is uh, she, she, but she's just she's only having fun it says she's just just playing and they've got good chemistry she doesn't want anything serious at the moment she's been linked to a string of other men and this bit here makes me laugh a little bit because she was hospitalised with exhaustion that's not the funny bit but why is she exhausted? Is it <laughs> the string of men? It's all these men. No wonder she's exhausted. <laughs> Linda, thank you so much for taking us through the current issue of Closer magazine. Don't forget, if you want to get a copy, it is out now. You can also take a look at their fully accessible website. It's closeronline.co.uk.